Yes, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Cup of Shit Get Fit. I'm your host, Rafael Bajewski, and we got new, wonderful intro and outro music. Just take a second to dig deep and listen. Damn, that feels good. And it feels good to be back, because... The last nine days I've been in Mexico on a yoga retreat where we infused some of my mobility and prehab and kin stretch stuff. And if you follow my work through my gym, a shit ton of social media to promote our upcoming kind of business venture into yoga retreats. And honestly, if you don't do yoga, you, you gotta you gotta try it. Like, the best thing is to actually shut your mind off and just be in the present moment. It's like one of the best things ever. But I am super excited about this show because I am going to dig deep into my post I had the other day on my birthday. And I had a lot of traction on all the things that I brought up. And... I just wanted to elaborate on each one because I feel like, you know, my podcast is more than just fitness and health. It kind of embodies the entire person. And I personally think, like, you can only go so far in life when it comes to, like, fitness and health because it has to change you as a complete person and not just a number that you want to see on the scale. So in order for you to actually be successful... You have to grow as a human being as well. But before we begin, dive into that, because I feel like today is going to be a long episode, but who knows? <laughs> um, I got to do some shout outs to my cities, my top, top cities, and I'm excited to announce these because I'll tell you in a second. But my new number one, I'm pretty sure I've never had this city, it's Orland Park in Illinois. Shout out to everyone in Orland Park listening to my show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Number two is Montreal, Canada. Shout out to everyone in Montreal listening to my show. That is super, super cool. And number three, which I'm really excited about because I was talking with this person over Facebook literally yesterday about this, that if ever I get another shout out to Australia in a city called Bentley East, I have to give a shout out to my lovely, lovely friend, Ruby, that I've had on my show that is a powerhouse of a person. Shout out to Ruby. You're appreciated. I love you. Um, so let's get into this thing. Um, so if you follow me on Facebook, and if you don't, hit the show notes. My link's in there. Add me on Facebook, because I love having my fans on my show. Um... I posted a birthday post. I do this thing I started doing this three years ago where I kind of just reflect on my life and what I believe in, what I've learned. And, you know, they've been pretty successful shedding some insight. And I feel like, you know, as every year goes, I feel like I have more to give. And this kind of falls into my first point. And don't worry, there's only eight. There's not 28 because that's how old I turned. 
And that background noise, by the way, is my washer, so I apologize. But this is raw and real, by the way. Raw and real. Um, so to give... So my number one of, you know, I kind of wrote down things that I think about, live by, and believe in. And number one is believing in love. Like, what I wrote down was love is essential in my life to a point where it's my oxygen. You know, being able to love others is a gift. It's precious and should be cherished and cared for. You know, like, if you relate this to fitness and health, so many people are into getting their goals achieved because deep down inside they don't actually love themselves you know the moment you can actually love yourself is a moment you can start appreciating what you have for a body for what you have in life and then that translates to other people when you see like huge weight loss transformations online or in person that you've you know met through a friend those people have gone through a transformation not only just on the scale but the fact that they've learned how to love themselves and then that translates to all the people around them they kind of attract all those people because when people see that giant weight loss they want that but they don't know that they actually want to be able to love themselves because they think that's going to be the gate opener to self-love and when they see that, they get attracted to that person who has gone through that transformation, even if it's just 10 pounds, 15 pounds, right? On the surface, you're talking about weight loss stuff, but really deep down inside, it's love. And when you're able to do that and then pass that on to another person, and I'm not talking about like, you know, being in love with that special person, just your friend, a person at work, being able to exude that love. So then when they feel down, you can, you know, make their day, make them feel appreciated, make them feel like they're valued is a huge, huge, huge benefit in your life and everyone else's life. Honestly, love can like be a whole episode, but I'm going to stop it there and just continue on. Um, my second one was the power of a hug. So I wrote down that, you know, I never really was a big hugger or felt comfortable with it, but this past year, a particular individual influenced me passed on or taught me something that a hug is a really powerful thing and you know sometimes in situations words can't help when it comes to empathy and sometimes one hug can make someone's day like I remember way way back in high school when I was having a terrible day and you know funny enough my wife before we even started dating she like just gave me a hug randomly and I was having a really really tough time in my life during that period of my life and I think it was like grade nine or eight she just randomly gave me a hug and I like just made my my life my day and most recently I've been like really opening up to other people and you know, sometimes when they're just going through shit, they're spilling out everything that's going on. And, you know, sometimes you just can't say the right thing. And a hug can go a long, long, long way. Just, like, think about any time someone randomly hugged you and you really, really needed it. That took you over. Like, it made you feel that connection, that energy that someone cares about you like that is fucking huge 
I mean, this kind of goes hand in hand with point number one of, of love, like being able to pass on that energy of, you know, appreciation and impact. That is huge. So if you've never been a hugger, I would challenge you on, you know, hugging someone when they're in pain or struggling or something and you'd be surprised because it goes both ways even though you're giving the hug you get a huge return on that investment number three and i've said this a bunch of times cut negative people out so if you know me personally i actually have a really really small circle of friends and it's on purpose because of this point you know, I've dealt with a lot of people who are negative, that are dragging, opinionated, narcissistic, and like the fucking list can go on on this. But the moment I began to remove myself from those people, my life like changed drastically, it became fuller and more vibrant. I've dealt with so many people that I look back on and I'm like I can't believe I wasted my time because I could have like grown so much quicker I could have grown into this the person who I am today like in three years ago like I'm always on a path of improving myself personally because I want to be a better person right and this again goes hand in hand with weight loss and fitness if you have friends and family that don't support what you're trying to do or they make fun of you like at a dinner and you're like they're like oh you're not gonna eat dessert or oh you're not gonna have a third plate and you know what i mean like sometimes you don't need those people in your life and sometimes it can get so negative that you start believing their negativity is normal like that's fucked up like, you got to be who you are. If you want to achieve huge goals, you have to separate yourself from the rest that are the ones that are negative, right? I always say, like, if you want that 1% life that everyone's striving for but doesn't put in the work, like, how the hell are you going to get there? You got to do something different from all the people around you to separate yourself. So start cutting negative people out of your life. It's going to make a huge, huge difference even if it's like one person like you don't have to like separate yourself completely but maybe don't see him that often you know I remember like meeting up with old friends and at one point having like beers with them I'm like I just realized why I stopped hanging out with you guys I didn't say this out loud but I, like it realized and I'm like why am I wasting my time like yeah it's nice to catch up but like it doesn't give you any fulfillment. Like, I'm always looking to improve myself and others. So sometimes that's... You gotta cut the ties. So number four, being yourself. God, this goes hand in hand with the point I just made. Like, the moment you get rid of those negative people, the judgment of what they had against you, of who you actually are, disappears and you can finally live and breathe the way you're supposed to. I was personally trapped in that. I remember being surrounded by individuals that didn't let me be who I was. And any time that I took this out, they would make fun of me. And at that point, I didn't even realize it, so I kind of just bottled that up. And now I'm at a place 
where I could give a fuck about what people think of me. I will just go out there. I'm more open. I show my personality. And when I do, people love it. They love me for me. And I look back again. I'm like, why didn't I cut those negative people out of my life? Where, you know, just being able to feel safe. Now imagine your goal of whatever health and fitness thing is. If you had such a supportive environment, fuck, like that, it's endless of what you could achieve. Like that is huge. Think about that. Think about you waking up, going to work with people that are so supportive of you that you said like, hey, you know, I signed up for a triathlon and everyone's like, oh my God, that is fucking awesome. Like, that's so cool. When is it? I'm going to be there. I'm going to like bring a sign. Like you're going to have a higher chance of succeeding, right? Like trying new things, knowing that people have your back, like that is fucking powerful, God, (laughs) be yourself. Don't care about all those negative people that are going to judge you because there's going to be a group of people that are your tribe that are true to who you are. And now this goes to number five. Don't give a shit of what other people think of you. If you want to try something, wear something, do something, fucking do it. If your initial thought is like, oh, what if people think, fuck that. You are you. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Don't let others people, other people's opinion dictate what you want to do, achieve, succeed in what you want. Like, that is huge. <sighs> okay, got to move on. Number six, self-awareness. Like, again, this goes with number five. When it comes to doing what you want to do, you also need the right amount of self-awareness to know, you know, if whatever you're about to do or say will affect others negatively. So this goes, you know, full circle. Sometimes people who have that attitude like, oh, I don't give a fuck what people think of me, whatever, I'm going to do whatever I want. Sometimes those people are like the biggest assholes ever. You know, I'm talking from a standpoint of like, you know, there's a new style of dress or pants you've always wanted to try, but you never tried because the people that you surround yourself with would always make fun of you, even though you really like it. Or, you know, you have to impress your friends with money, so you, like, try to live up to this facade of being wealthy and doing shit that you actually don't actually like or buying shit to impress other people that you don't even fucking care about. Like, being self-aware is huge, both in life and fitness and health. If you're self-aware enough to know that all you can afford to do for exercise is one day a week, and you want to lose, you know, 80 pounds in a year, probably not going to happen. But you know that, you know, at least I'm doing one day a week. I'm going to see some health benefits. I'm not going to hit that 80 pounds, but maybe I'm going to hit that in three years, right? Cell phone awareness is huge, both in fitness and health and in life. Number seven, hustle hard. I can't stress this one enough. Again, if you know me well, I don't stop working. I work way beyond that cushy 40-hour work week like most people do. 
but it's because I enjoy what I do. I put my soul into my work. Like, I want to one day have that 1% life that the 40-hour work week people bitch and complain about that they don't have. You know, I shut myself off, and I just flow into the task at hand. I don't waste time scrolling through Facebook. You know, sure, when I wake up and I need to open up my eyes because it's early, sure, I'm, like, scrolling through for the blue light, but that's about it. You know, I don't watch endless episodes of TV series. Like, maybe I'll watch TV series when I'm eating lunch or something to kind of shut my mind off. You know, I put in the work. And the rewards do come, but they come slowly. You know, this number seven kind of embodies self-awareness too. Like, if you're self-aware enough to know that, hey, if I do my nine-to-five job every single day, I'm not going to get anywhere, and you have to put in extra effort to see where you want to go, that's huge, right? Most people that have, you know, big lofty goals, they know they need to put in the work. Like... I want to build an empire on fitness to be able to reach more people. But I know it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to come slowly. You know, I've been doing this podcast. Fuck. Am I coming up to three years now? I think so. I think I'll be be coming up to three years, two years. Fuck, I don't even remember. That's how long it's been. And I've been nonstop, week in, week out. I've been interviewing people every single week. I've been doing solo episodes every single week. Sure, I may maybe missed one or two because of X, Y, and Z, but I don't stop. And a lot of people that are trying to build a business online, they don't see the reward right away and they get frustrated and they quit. But who knows, maybe if you did another week, another month, another three months, that would have been your tipping point. It's just like fitness and health. Right? you got to play the long game. This is where hustling hard comes into play. If you were really fucking dedicated to improving your health, and you're like, oh, I don't have time, blah, 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 fucking wake up early. Yeah, I know, it sucks, but those are the people that you see having huge success stories. It's the people that make it a priority. It's the people that say, you know what, I can't do this thing because it's going to conflict with my gym schedule. Like, make it a priority. Put in that extra effort. Good things don't happen to people that are mediocre. It's the people that are destined for greatness. And greatness can be a small little fraction, right? Like, you waking up two days a week early to get in two more workouts. That's not that big. Yeah, that was, that was my dog, Misty. She agrees. <laughs> like, imagine if you just woke up 15 minutes earlier... Dude, fucking do jumping jacks, jump squats, push-ups, three sets of ten. Boom, done. That's something you didn't do ever in your life, and that shit will add up. Maybe not as fast as you want. Two years down the road, you're going to be a completely different person if you did that along with your other gym stuff or, you know, getting a food service or actually meal prepping. Like, all the little things add up. But you got to put in the work to actually see the benefit. Things don't just happen to you. You got to make, you know, action to get a reaction. Like, fuck, just put in the work and you're going to see the benefit. Number eight. Oh, man, I did two more. I have actually ten. I lied. Not eight. (laughs) Patience. So my biggest pet peeve that I have when I meet people is I fucking hate when people call me a millennial. I am not lazy. 
impatient or have unrealistic expectations. My entire life is built on patience and it's never failed me. Knowing that I'm working the way I am will get to my long list of goals in three years, seven years, 15 years, and that does not make me lose faith. It becomes my driving force and passion to keep going. So like my example earlier with my podcast, doing it every single week, I'm not going to ever stop my podcast. Imagine how my podcast is going to be in seven years from now when I'm still doing those solo episodes, still interviewing other people. Think about how much traction I'm going to get. And then when I start thinking of the future, like seven years from now on my podcast, I'm like, holy fuck, that's so many more people that I've reached and helped and maybe inspired. And I always go back to my humble roots where I'm like, I always say this to my head. If I can inspire or help one person from like, say the last 20 episodes, I made an impact. That's fulfilling. This makes me keep going. Patience is huge. If you have your patience intact, you will see success. No one's ever made a million dollars in three months unless they were super, super lucky and won something. No one's transformed their life in three months and kept it long term. No one's, you know, built an empire or anything short of years of dedication and then you appreciate it more when it takes longer and then you can always think back of when you first started think about when you first started anything and now that you look where you are now that's a huge huge change oh man i'm going off the rails on this one next one empathy this past year for the first time I started working with patients in a clinic, and honestly, it's changed my life. For the longest time, I only dealt with the general population where I would train them, and their only struggle was weight loss. Like, they have a really, really hard time. Now, working with patients is a general population that has an injury on top of that, and they've been struggling with for years sometimes, and that's preventing them from even exercising to lose weight finally. People already have trouble with nutrition, but now take out that exercise piece because you have an injury. You know, like, having empathy is vital to understand each other, and I can't stress this enough. Like, learning to be empathetic to another person is a huge, huge huge thing to have as a coach it took years to develop it to really understand what people are going through i remember you know working with clients and it was just like frustrating that they weren't seeing success or anything and i would just get frustrated but now i'm like thinking okay what's going on in their life what's maybe the biggest barriers where can i meet them halfway what are some realistic goals i can tell them you know when people are going through shit i gotta like bring them back down to reality where I'm like, hey, you know, this is happening in your life, this is happening in your life, and this is happening in your life. Your goal of losing 60 pounds is probably not going to happen during this stressful time. But I want to know, let you know that if you keep going on the rate you are, your stress levels are going to go down to help you cope with whatever you're going through. You're going to be able to sleep still. You're going to be able to still enjoy life. And hey, if we lose a couple pounds, that's a bonus. The moment we get out of this stressful time in your life, 
It's going to be like all hands on deck, and we're going to shoot to the stars to hit your goals. And now people start feeling better. They're like, holy fuck, this raft guy kind of knows what's going on. I don't feel pressured. I don't feel like I need to do everything. And I'm finally kind of dealing with my stress. Look at the biggest, bigger picture. It's huge. <sighs> All right. Number 10. Selfless love. I think about this a lot. Giving love to others without expecting anything back is such a powerful thing. I always look for opportunities to give love to the world regularly. Love, again, is a powerful thing. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, I know sometimes when I talk about love, people can associate that like I'm a hippie from the 70s. But again, I always think about this. I was born in the wrong generation. But this shit matters. And it can make or break someone else's life. And again, this, this is not about loving your spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is. It's the love that you know connects all of us. And this goes back to my point number one. If you can't love yourself, you can't love others. If you really truly want to lose weight, gain strength, you got to love yourself deep down inside to understand that it's not going to come fast. It's not going to happen overnight but if you're true to yourself love yourself you're gonna hit all those goals but it always starts deep down inside of you and i think that's a good place to end it god this was a fucking good episode i gotta do more birthday posts and just keep them coming but hopefully that kind of opened your mind maybe inspired you a little bit maybe you're going to share this with somebody. Who knows? I'm just happy to let the world know. Like, this this was huge. Now that I'm kind of getting back to reality from my trip, I got a little update for my book that honestly has been such a giant stress in my life. I feel like I've let down a lot of people that, you know, signed up on the pre-sale list. A lot of people looking forward to it, but... I have some amazing people that are trying to help me and I want to be taking care of it tomorrow. And honestly, if it doesn't work through the ClickBank thing that I'm trying to do to get affiliates to push my book out there to reach more people, then I'm going to take it into my own hands and just self-release. Hopefully it makes a huge impact on a lot of people that a lot of people will share it. So worst case scenario, if you're a listener and you have me on Facebook and the moment I post the purchase link, like, if you just share, this is what I'm going to do. If worst case scenario, if I can't go through ClickBank and I self-release it, if you are a listener and you have me on Facebook and you share my book, I will send you personally a free copy. That's how dedicated I am on reaching as many people as possible because I've said this over and over and over again. That's my main goal since I got into this industry since day one. So if it you know, requires me to give you a free copy, fuck it. Let's make this thing viral. Let's inspire others. Let's really hone in on helping others. That's it for this episode. Man, I am such a good mood after talking about this. This is crazy, guys. 
Alright, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to me ramble. I love you guys. Have an amazing day.